You are listening to Noise Extra. I'm Gray Holger. You're with my co-host Tara Connolly. Hi. And Mike Connolly. Hello. And today we are discussing what I think, and I believe the Connollys will agree, is one of the most important videos to come out of the industrial underground in the 80s. Einstein and Neubauten's Halber Mensch from 1986. It's a documentation of their 1985 tour of Japan, directed by Sogo Ishii, who uh, directed some films we'll probably get into in a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah, this is this was something actually really right at the beginning when we were discussing different ideas and different types of episodes to do with Noise Extra. I know, Gray, this was one of the top ones. He's like, we got to do Halbermensch VHS. It'll be so cool. Mm-hmm. And it just felt like the right time. And man, it was the right time. But before we get into this incredible VHS, Gray, what have you been listening to this week, man? It's been a cool week for noise and industrial music. I got the new Josh Peterson collected voice text and tape works on Ad Human. It's a double CD. Uh, Josh has written a couple books for Amphetamine Sulfate, Philip Best's publishing house, and he's been releasing a string of tapes that are often very hard to track down. When his audio work was recommended to me, uh, I was compared to The Shadow Ring, not necessarily in sound, but in approach. And I think that's fairly true. It's like slurred spoken text and concrete sounds and sort of stolen stolen music in a way like there's some piano being played but i don't know that it's josh playing it and that he recorded it from up close or whatever and you know uh stuff heard through neighboring apartment windows kind of a very voyeuristic very intimate sound really cool i think it's limited to like 100 copies and already gone but it's on bandcamp uh link to it it rules and hey bandcamp day is this friday so check it out uh Friend of the podcast, Pete Swanson, brought me a uh, record, traded me a record by Jean C. Rocher. It's the uh, Birds of Venezuela LP. You sent us a picture of that, and Tara was incredibly excited to see that. It is a beautiful looking record. Uh, It got a reissue in 2018. This is uh, an older French pressing. It looks great stylistically, and it's like field recordings of birds in Venezuela, but it, it like mutates into synthesized versions of the birds and like weird tape manipulation and soundscape stuff that it it's really cool and really wild to listen to. Uh, I also found that on Bandcamp, so link included because hell yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Sub Rosa did the 2018 reissue and I had to, had to pop that up. Uh, I was in a Neubauten zone, so I listened to a couple bands that, to me, must have been inspired by Einstein and Neubauten. Einlei Tungzeit from Slovakia. Uh, I listened to Auster Leichenkammer LP. It's from the 90s. It's on Recalcitrant Noise. Very heavy industrial. A lot of distortion. More more distorted, heavy electronics vibes. Uh, Wouldn't... wouldn't be a miss on Tesco or something like very nice, nasty, heavy industrial power electronic stuff with metal percussion. I have to imagine maybe some drum machine and non-toxic lost Terra at Argent LP, which is a 2004 collection of stuff from older tapes. And this is a band that Akim Volscheid is in and it's a German industrial sometimes on the, like the Todlik Doris tip and sometimes on the Neubauten uh, and more like heavy electronics, power electronics sound as well. But this is one of those things actually Sean Reagan years ago recommended to me and I had never heard anyone talking about. And any of the stuff I've listened to is cool, either in the more industrial and synthesized realm or in the more like noisy, heavy electronics vibe. So all those, uh, Highly recommended. And then one that I believe the Connollys will also have on their list is Noisemakers Fife's Soundscapes of the Inner Eye. And a recommendation from Kyle Wright when we did our Bad Sector episode. And I, I, yeah, I've picked up more and more of their stuff because they are amazing. That 
CD mm-hmm. is so good. Yeah, we are loving Noisemakers Fife's. It's really good and a really great treat that a band that I know none of us were familiar with until Kyle. So that I we've listened to that CD multiple, mm-hmm. multiple times. I figured because so have I. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a good one that you can just keep putting on. Yeah. It, yeah. It works well in the background, and and if you just want to sit and pay attention to it, there's so much depth to it that you can really get sucked into it. So, yeah, Yeah. and it's nice and long. I I do love a nice, long album. Uh, And, small plug, I also listen to HCOD Instruments of Destiny and Alter of Flies Signaler, or Signaler, I don't know how it would be pronounced in the Swedish, but uh, two CDs that I am releasing this Bandcamp day had showed up, so... Little, little plug there. If you want to check those out, I'll let them speak for themselves. <laughs> Absolutely, head over to the Kendritic Bandcamp this Bandcamp Friday and see what there is to grab. Yeah, there will be more stuff than just those two discs, but we'll see. We'll look into the future crystal ball and see. Yeah, and see what happens. Connolly's. Yeah. What have you been Whoa. putting in your ears? Whoa. Well, that Noisemakers 5 CD, you're correct, has been getting a lot of play. But mm-hmm. when, Mostly. We de- <laughs> when we decided that we were doing the Halbermensch VHS, guess what? The Connollys got into a zone and pretty much have been. Just going through di- the discography pretty much. Yes. Over the and over and Einsters over again. They know about discography from. All the way from the stall music tape, but well, we have an LP, which is I I'm pretty sure it's a some bootleg. I think LP. you have the same LP, the one with the red cover. Yeah, mm. I I think I bought my copy with you guys that first time we went to New York together. Oh, probably uh, maybe we, maybe we might have bought it together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the ver- from the very first one all the way to the newest album that came out a couple months ago or in 2020 at least. So we've been doing the just the full 40 years of Neubauten. And man, it has really rekindled our love for this band. Not that we've always loved Neubauten. There's never been a time I haven't loved Neubauten. But you know how it goes. Sometimes it's years and you just haven't gone back in on some bands. You yeah, and you don't know albums. why you haven't just listened for to it in years. Reason. You just didn't. And yeah. man... It's crazy. Sounds better than ever. It's so much more intense than ever. Yeah. It's it's awesome. Everything holds up. Yeah. It's sick. And even the new stuff is great. I think the new albums. I love it. Awesome. And, you know, they really, I feel like around Ende Noi, Silence is Sexy, mm-hmm. really songs like The Garden, that's sort of since then it's been more in that zone. I mean, yeah, there still is. Strange stuff. There still is. You can still hear some drills. You can still hear some metal scraping. Yeah, it's, it's still a pared part down of it. musical style. But it's certainly gone more in the, like I said, like like the garden or like Total Eclipse of the Sun. Those types of songs have kind of been what they've honed in on in the past twenty years. But I love that. I got no problem with that. And really, they've done. They did stuff like that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. There was oh, always those. Yeah. Songs and the quiet and the, as Blixa says a lot, refined. Uh, uh, you know, I like that though, but there's always been that. It's just kind of, that seems to be what they've more refining the noise. Focused on, but man, drawings of patient OT. I'm just going to say my version. <laughs> drawings of patient OT. Actually, Terry, you try, you, you worked on pronouncing it. There, oh. when you do it, just like Nugent de Pastiatin OT. Dude, she's so good. Nope. So much That was better. pretty bad. I'm it's so much better than any of us. I mean, did you did you just hear Gray's recent listening? It sounded like it was gorgeous. It was well, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. It was like it was like a poem. But you know, that's that. why we put links is so it's spelled out there. <laughs> right, so you don't right. have to try and decipher what the hell we're saying when we're pronouncing some right. of these band names. But I mean well, any of these song titles today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. But I mean Halbermensch, the album. That I mean, that was always that was sort of the one when I was getting into them, that was the first one I heard. We listened to that mm-hmm. one a lot. So, but also Ende Noi. Right. I, that, we probably played that one the most. We did. It's catchy. Well. I mean, it's fun. Dancing around, cooking. That that one, that one like <laughs> 10 minute total Kraut route that 
and then and then and then and then and then total just oh it's it's odd we yeah we that's a great one to cook to we like cooking to that we saw him on that tour too right saw him on that tour dancing today so that I'm I do feel really lucky to have gotten to see them in the nineties. You know, it, when we watched last night, we watched the documentary from 93. Uh, again, I'm not going to try to pronounce it. Labor Slaber. There you go. But yeah, done on the Tabula Rosa tour and album. And so saw them about, you know, six, five or six years after that. So it's it was still, you know, they had some, you know, crazy contraption. They were pouring broken glass down. You know, it was still. I, I liked that. the corn shoot. I was very yeah. excited about the dry corn kernel shoot, and I felt vindicated because yeah, I have, tabula rasa I have played corn kernels before yeah. in one of our projects, and I was like, "Yes, those sound so sick." Yeah, so <laughs> it was an amazing show. It was it was a really exciting show to get to see, and sadly, one of the shows that we were all gearing up yep. to see uh, last year. Uh, they've had to cancel twice since I've lived in Los Angeles. When I, wow. The first year I lived here, they had visa issues and had to cancel. Mm-hmm. And now this, you know, almost 10 yeah. years later, uh, COVID took it away from us. So I. Yeah, we can't even count the shows that didn't happen this yeah, year. It's too yeah, but annoying. that was. Well, that one's high on my list of. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, sure hopefully, it hopefully it'll hopefully in the next couple of years we'll get a chance to see him again have you guys heard the anbb records it's alva noto from the raster noten oh, label and, 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 Blixa. and Blixa, right mm-hmm. yeah a, a long time ago awesome. or maybe like right when they came I, out i don't remember anything about it yeah because and those out that alva noto stuff's there was definitely a time where we were listening to a lot of that i heard it a long long time ago but it's been we didn't revisit it in this zone but we will yeah, really, really good. Yeah, I, I Halbermensch was a big one for me because this is the video I, I saw. This is like, I knew the band and I was into, you know, Skinny Puppy and Pig Face and whatever kind of industrial stuff. Uh, when this, I mean, this came out in 86, but it got a wider release in 92, 93 through uh, v, the VHS like reissue that wasn't on Double Vision and the Tower video near my house had this. So I rented it cause I'd seen album covers and I'd heard about this band and this blew my whatever, 14, 15 year old mind apart and continues to, to this day. But this is like, even watching it now, I, I get like chills remembering oh. how it felt to see it for the first time. And to like, what a, what a world. The only other things I think I'd seen like music video stuff, you couldn't just go on YouTube, you know, it was like no. yeah, a friend no. had a dub of like the, the, band skinny puppy warlock video or whatever that was just right. all horrible yeah, footage yeah. and like stuff like that you could you would catch maybe the occasional cool music video but otherwise you were relegated to like mtv recording 120 minutes late that nights. sort of thing yeah and you're yeah. not i mean maybe they played something off this there but i highly doubt it Mm-mm. i think would i think they played more something like interim lovers because i remember seeing that on 120 minutes okay. but hey before we really dig into this VHS, we should probably hear a word from our sponsors. What do you think, Ray? Whether you get off on sonic extremes, skilled think pieces, or psychologically damaging soundtracks for personal ritual, Misanthropic Agenda has got you covered. Misanthropic Agenda is a noise, sound art, and electronic music label founded by Garrett Whitmer in 1998, releasing CDs and vinyl by the likes of Merzbau, John Weiss, Joe Colley, Dave Phillips, Francisco Marino, Death Throws, Lasse Marhog, Jason Krumer, LHD, and many more. Use code NOISEXTRA at misanthropicagenda.com to receive free shipping on any size order in the United States. Oh, and they've also got a band camp. Headpress, the publisher of books you love, is offering a special noise extra discount. Buy one music and noise related book and get another at half price. Books like Fight Your Own War, Spectrum Compendium, Noise Receptor Volume 1, and many more. Offer includes paperbacks, special edition hardbacks not available anywhere else, and digital formats where applicable. So buy one book and get the second cheaper book at half off for a limited time at headpress.com. Halber Mensch. It's hard to even figure out where to start with this damn masterpiece. Directed by Sogo Ishii, who did Burst City and Crazy Thunder Road, uh, like Japanese cyberpunk biker gang flicks in the 80s, like 80 and 82, I want to say. Yeah, and then right before this, he did a movie called The Crazy Family. Now- we haven't seen any, Tara and I have not seen any of his movies, but I'm looking into a crystal ball and I'm pretty sure 
if if this crystal ball is correct, we will be covering Burst City on home time tomorrow. So <laughs> we, that situation looking, will be rectified. I'm looking into the future, and I think we will have seen Burst City by tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because Arrow did a Blu-ray of it just in November. So that's exciting, and I really hope that someone does a Blu-ray. Hopefully, Arrow does a Blu-ray of The Crazy Family because the preview looks amazing. We were dying laughing watching that trailer. So. And it's it's looks amazing, and it was the last film that Sogoishi made uh, before he had to take like a 10-year hiatus from feature films because he couldn't find sufficient funding. So in that right. time, he made some amazing other things, and we are so grateful that he couldn't find funding because he made, <laughs> he made this. Albermensch, yeah. uh, which uh, has you know, had a big impact on our lives. You know, he also made a film called electric dragon, 80,000 volts. And I, I saw, I saw the <laughs> title. I don't know anything about it. I, as a uh, former podcast guest, David Reed is a big fan of uh, dragon like <laughs> creatures. Okay. Uh, he also lost a Raylon released a CD called 80,000 volts, like in the early 2000s. So now I have to talk oh, to him yeah. about Sogoishi. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. So he must be, he must be on board, but we, yeah. you know, we're, we're definitely psyched to dig into to his movies. Cause yeah, he's prolific. I mean, he made lots of things and I'm so glad that he made this because yeah. The, and this is just the, the setup of Halbermensch is just that great half, Film, half performance, half video. That's a lot of half. So it's obviously I'm it's just it's because I'm staring at yeah. the, at half on our sheet right now. Uh but it's Halber film, Halber yeah, video. Yeah, but it just Halber. has that great flow where you can just watch it over and over because it goes so many different places. And yeah, just that opening with the junkyard warehouse sculpture. Piles of destruction, destroyed items. It's such a great, it's just such a great opening. You can't get more industrial. Like yeah. there's like, it's impossible to put more industrial. This is like a laser beam of industrial energy. Heck yeah. That is a very true statement. I love the junkyard scene opening because it cuts around to all these different objects and spaces in the junkyard before and with Armenia playing like under it, building up under Ugh. it. And then you realize that they're performing, they're playing this song. And this is a recording of this song at this junkyard. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like it's, a- the, it's the Nakamatsu Ironworks ruins in Tokyo. Uh, I, I don't think they still exist because I tried to find them on maps today, but I, I couldn't. But yeah, no, it is a live performance of Armenia from drawings of patient OT and it is just one of their it, it's a it, it just has that yeah it has that classic yeah. everything you want from Neubahn it's got that it's it's the layers of scrap metal it's the layers of found sound but then there is you know there is bass and instruments that ground it and that's something that goes throughout especially this video but especially Neubahn in general yeah there's and, bass guitar and guitar and vocals but every other sound you're hearing is from a machine or a piece of like industrial waste, like a a bunch of metal pipes or uh, concrete being hit with a sledgehammer or a piece of sheet metal or a jackhammer or a drill. And all of these things are introduced. You see photos or you see see video of all of these things across it. Later we'll see photos of all of it, which is really cool, but you, you get to see, you're set up with knowing what this band is doing and getting to see it. And then you get to see them in action. And this band looks cool. Let's talk about that oh, yeah. for a damn oh, oh, yeah. second. Dude, this yeah. is peak Blixa hair. Yeah. Like, it, has, yeah. it has height. It has shape. It has, it's like, it's alive. Yeah. Um, like leather pants, like gorgeous leather, dripping in leather. Then everybody else looks like they just stepped out of like a post-apocalyptic film. Um, it just looks so damn well, cool. Mark Chung, yeah. it's bald, oh. playing playing bass in this in this like ratty suit. They all look worse for the wear. Like, and yeah. later or, we yeah. see his head being shaved by a straight razor again. Yeah, like right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I they they do it. There is a with the timing. I like that where there's footage of him with hair, but then there's also footage of him without hair, mm-hmm. and it's kind of mixed together. Uh, uh, but but yeah, I, I love. The, yeah, this is just that pinnacle of how I think of Neubauten, especially in the 80s, just the actual look of them 
Netflix's outfit and hair. You know, you know, like I said, they would they would go on, they would they would go on into the suit era, which is still the era they're in, you know, and I understand you got to have different eras, you you know, different clothes feel yeah. right at different times, but Netflix's leather, I mean, come on. Yeah, it's so I mean, it, the, you know, really like a lot of ratty tank top ripped ripped jeans destroyed shoes and it's like of course these guys are on the ground hitting metal pipes with hammers crawling around junkyards they look the part yeah, and yeah yeah it also They're looks like it. It's real. some sogo ishi stuff because of the leather because of the yep. the metal and Dust. iron and yeah it, it really you know this is filmed uh what four years? This is four years before Tetsuo the Iron Man is made, which is kind of you know a pinnacle of Japanese cyberpunk right. cinema. But even in this film, later on, we see a, a collage, a video collage of like junkyard metal wires and all this stuff that is ex- would be exactly what we'll see in Tetsuo the Iron Man. Yeah, and yep. this vibe of like man and machine as this video progresses is one of those things that has always struck me because it's we're reliant on electricity and we're reliant on industry for all of these comforts, but there's also this sort of weird byproduct of it, which is these junkyards, landfills, disused stuff, abandoned buildings. And I just didn't know about and captures that perfectly with this video. This, this to me is the live at Pompeii of industrial music. Like yeah. this is oh. the essential concert video that sets a standard and, they went out and filmed here in a junkyard in Japan, right? Like that's yeah, yeah. or industrial. What, what did you say it was ruins? <laughs> industrial ruins. Uh, it's the that's what it says. The, Nakam- it, the Nakamatsu Ironworks ruins, and you know, I think you, that's what it's cre- in the yeah, credits. In the credits, that's what it's so called. I, I think you touched on some other themes that are important, just like Pompeii. That was a city that was destroyed, but you know, Tokyo was a city that was also. Um, you know, bombed and destroyed the band name Eisters and Neubauten, like, you know, tearing down the new buildings. And I, I thought it was particularly interesting in um, the Liebeslaber when we watched it. He said that in Blixa said that in Germany, you have Neubauten and Altbauten, you have new buildings and old buildings. And the new buildings are everything that are after the war because there was so much, so much destruction that you had to rebuild after everything was destroyed. And the message is like, you know, post that war, post um, all of these things, you know, tear down the progression and go back to the Alt building. Which I thought was cool. I, because I never realized that, but he did say specifically the term Neubauten is for buildings at, yeah like Tara said post World War II which I thought that was an interesting mm-hmm. I never re- I knew it was new buildings but I didn't realize that it was so that specific So they're like in Tokyo in an alt belt um alt belton yeah. um and and that theme of destruction also carries through I mean like it it would be you'd be hard pressed if you didn't find any any destruction any chaos any decomposure in the lyrics that are present because truly this this pummeling of industrial things and, and all of these, this chaotic sounds are really, really about decomposition and chaos, destruction. Absolute. And then you get to Saint Sucked, which is one of the absolute other, another classic Neubauten song that would be from the very beginning. There's footage of them playing this song in 1980. It would, it would morph and change, but it's one of those songs that was always with them. But that word means nostalgia. And so that's what the, you know, the idea of looking back is, is part of what the lyrics are in this. And it is one of the classic tracks, you know, on the two by four live album, there's a couple versions of it. There's a version of it on Halber Mensch, you know, so it's something mm-hmm. that would go through with them. So nostalgia comes out of chaos. It's the only energy, my longing, my addiction, nostalgia. It's the only energy. That's the translation of the lyrics. So I love like even that turn of like, you know, when faced with destruction, what do you experience? You experience nostalgia when presented with death. And and even in terms of what you're able to wear and what you're able to not wear, like, look, as soon as we're put here, we start decomposing. So, you know, it's a whole process of decomposure as humans and as buildings this one's short and sweet unfortunately because it could go on forever as far as i'm concerned but yeah one of my favorite things is watching the sort of switch 
among instruments that happens between yeah. songs. And I think it's uh, FM Einheit that's just throwing chunks of concrete onto a piece of sheet metal that's like sitting on a tire for <laughs> yeah. percussionists, just chucking these rocks <sighs> down at this piece of sheet metal. And you're hearing the sound it makes as part of the, pre- and that that's one of those things that cannot be understated with Neubauten is they're making these sounds and they're, they have made songs in a whatever, not, not traditional, you know, rock music structure, but they're making it somewhat more accessible music and songs with lyrics and, and verses or, and choruses. But it's primarily done on industrial garbage and recontextualizing all those things. A shopping cart becomes an incredibly versatile instrument when someone spends the time to learn to play it and recontextualize it in all these different pieces. And same thing with different metal pipes and a hammer and a grinder. Cause you hear these sounds, but it's, it never gets tiring to hear someone grinding metal and they do it in different ways throughout the song. So it's not, it's more versatile than a guitar or something at that point. Well, and I think one of the things that, really struck me watching this and especially there's a point later where they have a little bit of a sound check. You see the sound check for the live show, but the actual miking of these things. Now, if the three of us were going to mic a shopping cart, well, it's probably going to be a variant web and contact mic <laughs> run through some pedals once the sound gets out, it's just total <laughs> just absolute <laughs> destruction and, and noise. But they, they're actually miking these things clean. They're not feedback. They're not distorted. It's actually professionally miked. Yeah, I think and, in the Leavis Leader <laughs> video, yeah. Yeah. Uh, NU Unruh talks about the uh, plastic jugs they use for percussion. Yes. And he yes. says they figured out if you put the mics inside the mouth of it, it won't feed back. And so they can use them for percussion and get really like yeah. he, swinging toms or floor toms out of these large plastic jugs that are like duct taped together, just, just with mics stuck in them. And you see that uh, in the sound check setup of yeah, this, which yeah. we haven't gotten to yet, but yeah, we, yeah. we'll talk about it because it's another one of my favorite parts of this video. Yeah. But, and they but, said that the, the mics can't touch anything else. So they had to find a way to ensure that the mic touched no sides and was just perfectly suspended. But that shows you like how much time they spent, like actually figuring out how to mic their equipment. And it sounds amazing. Like they have to be really, really good at sound. Well, that's the thing is it was watching that part in, in the documentary where we're like, Oh wow. There's like ways to like, know, like, like, Oh, that's oh so you clean. don't just like throw a contact mic on it. it out. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I just distort it oh, and blow it up. Oh, you like there's ways oh. to just do it like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Well, and Alexander Hawk, he has been in the group since he was like 14 or 15. Well, so that was actually something. And it looks like he's running the electronics most of the well, time. It, it is, in this era of Neubauten and, and on this video. Yeah, he's seemingly the he's mixing everything. Mm-hmm. He's behind the mixer. So the importance of that is huge in getting this sound because it's not i mean it is chaos but it's controlled chaos yeah i think he's also running a lot of the effects like no one has like a delay or a Pe- reverb right. in front of them. i feel i think he's doing it's all, all in the rack mm-hmm. back yeah. there yeah and God. blix's vocals are like yeah perfectly processed the there's parts with like insane chorus or doubling on it that are like, like slightly pitch shifted. There's really good, like reverb delay echo stuff going on with it. His vocal sound amazing at all times. And oh. you can't do that without someone engineering that stuff. Like that no. is yeah. difficult. And it, it, you know, it's hard to tell like what is on what else, what's a piece of metal reverberating and what's a, you know, a reverb effect that's been added. But there's there's such a depth to the sound and everything is so clear. You can hear you hear every instrument as you see it. You're like, I can I can pick that out in the yeah. mix. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I can see I can. That's the that's the metal pipe. That's yeah. the spring. <laughs> oh, the craziest one's concrete. Like, how the hell do you mic concrete? Oh, uh, the sledgehammer yeah, I- concrete stuff is so <laughs> badass. Uh, it, I almost just like bought a sledgehammer. Yeah, <laughs> just, just for well, that I mean, reason. But I mean, I think it is interesting with Neubauten because we're talking about how revolutionary this video is, especially for us and our mm-hmm. generation. And but the the thing that the thing that 
looking back on history and keeping in mind, I mean, dude, the haters have been around for seven years at this point. Yeah. Right. When this comes out, you know, Mersbau, like real true noise is already is already happening. Well, whereas we, you know, we're obviously when this came out, we were, you know, I was in kindergarten, but you know what I mean? Like having this be the introduction that ends up sending us down the hole into yeah. true noise. You know, this is still they, yeah, they are working within the the world of of rock music, for lack of a better term. I mean, they are like like you said, it's guitar, it's bass, it's vocals, there's lyrics. There is structure to these songs. They're deconstructed. It is just interesting to think of how for our generation, how this was such a touchstone and Neubauten such a touchstone. And even for people, you know, who just weren't in that absolute first wave of noise with, you know, with GX and Masami and MB, et cetera. That even go, even just the thought of like, there is this structure, but I, you know, I love structured chaos you know i you know I, yeah. I love that but it also gives people a frame of reference when they are like what do you mean you like noise or experimental music Th- and, this and is, you can you can actually say noibout this is the and band that's great. when if someone is early noibout if collapse anybody you know outside of our world asks anything about anything we do yeah noibout is the band that i We'll just say, oh, like Neubauten. Oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, Neubauten started in, in like, 1980. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they they were right in the pocket of... Just that beginning industrial, Yeah. you know, sound. Yeah, truly, truly the perfect time. Yeah. Another crazy thing is that when Neubauten founded, it was... They were in West Berlin in 1980. The Berlin Wall was still up. Oh, the burn wall is still up when this is being when this is made. Being I mean, it was, like that yeah. is the climate that they came into. Yeah. So like being confronted with that um, industrial monstrosity like that, you know, um, r- cutting through your town, like having that monument to old regimes versus new regimes. Um, I'm sure that made a huge impact. Definitely. They had to. And, and, they, and, they, and they talk about it. They talk about how much that impacted them. Mm-hmm. I love the eighties effects in the, in the video for, well, it translates to the last beast. He keeps saying I'm the Mm -hmm. last beast in the sky. I love those eighties video effects with the fetus, right? It just looks so good. This like crazy (laughs) video universe that turns to like glitter that turns to like microscope footage, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yes. it's really, yeah, and this is where you get a lot of the uh, instrument shots. Yeah, start, yeah. They start showing like it's each so cool. thing on its own, not in use. Uh, you know, trading card shots of what they're using, right. and it's it's badass. It's if you don't get excited seeing that, I don't know. We got we got different tastes because right. I, I want to <laughs> yeah, see yeah. the jackhammer they're using, and I want to see the then, the ha- different hammers and the different uh, metal pipes. Yeah, and I love the and I love. Then also introducing the introducing the members of the band, and it, when it's the coolest, uh, Blake says laying on a pile of rubble. Alexander Hack walking with like a dead, burned up cat carcass. Oh, I, I FM Einheit's like sewing his shoes, sewing his Converse back together. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like they they look like they've been hanging out in some ironworks. Uh, industrial ruins yeah. because they, they have, have. <laughs> and they, yeah, they truly well, integrate with that landscape well and even their old practice space the very first space where they record where they recorded stall music the very first one is in, inside in, a bridge yeah and there's yeah. actually a plaque that that says and it's in the in the 93 documentary where there's a plaque like the very first Neubauten in the leg under a portion of the yeah, autobahn they, and on you see o- footage overpass. of them of, of them in there and I mean it's crazy you can't stand up straight yeah Brooks they're, they're Brooks all Brooks hunched over hunched man he's tall yeah. he cannot fit yeah <laughs> I you know they don't have allergies uh, Tara the was like I'm oh, so allergic oh my god I was like oh I want to be there so bad I'm like I don't know if I could survive all of this <laughs> and and yeah, it is it is cool because this this era of Neubauten, 
you know, they were they were this unit for a pretty long time. And and really, Blixa, Alexander Hack and N.U. Unruh, I'm sure I said his name wrong, but they've been the core of the band since the beginning. Yeah. And still to this day, the three of the, the three of them are still in the band. And and this core group that's on Halbermensch would stay up until Ende Noi. And I just think that's I think that's just an interesting thing. These guys really knew each other and yeah. I think really trusted each other and trusted each other with whatever role they had, whether or not it's who's, you know, figuring out the right junk that's going to sound right, whether or not it's who's going to do the mixing, who's going to all that kind of stuff. I think they really trusted each other and you can really tell in these performances. I think in that, that do- the 93 documentary, Liebes Leader, they, Unruh says, I mean, it's Unruh or Einheit that says uh, he's, he was jackhammering a wall and he was like five inches from a from the power line. Oh, I think yes. it might have been either one, it's one of them and they're talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I, yeah, think, yeah, it, I yeah. think it was actually Einheit. Yeah. They said they and were next like, to the major oh. power cable. Like, oh my God. They, uh, there's a lot of craziness you see. And you see in the live footage uh, later in this video where like, okay, all of the footage is, I guess, live, but it's obviously... Right, edited there's a, there's... and put together mm-hmm. in a way. Actually, the the Halbermensch and ZNS videos are are music videos, for lack of a yeah. better term. Yes, and then there's the they live in played the, live in, on the film. Right, and then there's the there's the live in the in the ruins. But then there is li- a live show, a concert footage in front of an audience for for one of the tracks coming up, but. Yeah, I think I just think you in order to make this work, I think that trust has to be there where Blixa can just trust that Einheit is going to jump over the oil barrel to get to the thing that he needs to get to it at that one part in the song where they're ready for it. Yeah. You know, they I just you're not going to hit me in the head with a sledgehammer that I mean, honestly, that too. So these games or, or setups look really dangerous. Like when yeah. you watch yeah. so any of the older footage of them too, it's yeah, there's sledgehammers and concrete and metal swinging around and sure that can be kind of controlled, but you can also easily lose a grip, hit something and a piece fragments off and hit somebody like so someone else swings at the wrong time and you get locked up or get, you know, like there's so much stuff that could go wrong when you've got, I don't know, jackhammers and buzz saws yeah. and power drills. Mm-hmm around and you're yeah. not trying to Chainsaws. drill a hole in a piece of wood you're like drilling against a piece of sheet metal a couple feet from your buddy's head oh. yeah and heads up it's really not that safe to use a chainsaw on on just any type of metal i mean lots of things you break that chain it sucks uh that's so you know you, you have to have some awareness of what you're doing and it was just it it really did strike me in how young they were when they were all together and how cohesive they became and just truly like they have to be really bright because they were able to rise to the occasion and use their skills as some trained and some untrained musicians to make really complex compositions and do what they need to do. And you even see, you know, Blixa sometimes will show like how he does compositions and how he draws them out. And although he's not using like traditional music score, he has his own system and they all make that work. And they're just incredibly clever and inventive and creative and and truly to come out that young, so formed with something to say uh, is is so impressive. The, I absolutely agree, Tara. The, I love <laughs> Zer Sorte Zella. I think I did pretty good. You did pretty good. It's about his cells, right? This was, this was the one that's about cells. Yeah, destroyed cell. This has a great movement and there's a lot of chaos and a lot of quiet in this. And this to me is like a perfect example of how in control they are, but then also how free they are and also the trust with everyone in the band to get to those points at the right time. That's going to feel right. This, and now you got the fire. It's getting late at night. I mean, this is, you got the shopping cart now. Oh, this is perfect. I love that. It feels like it goes from showing up there, like in the morning after maybe like a light rain or something to moving tonight to transitioning into the more music video aspects of this video with Halbermensch and uh, ZNS, it 
it transitions perfectly and it feels sort of like you're there with them. Like you're experiencing yeah. the like day night mm-hmm. cycle with them, ultimately culminating at a gig, you know, like you start off. Yeah. I know you want to be there junkyard so bad. And you wind yeah. up at a concert <laughs> venue and then, and then by the end you're outside <laughs> the concert venue Again. on the road. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. No, the, the, the order of this is so, so well thought out and so perfect. But, and this also has, the symbol, the Neubauten symbols on fire at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zerstorte Zella is to me like this is the piece where I kind of realize like every single thing you're hearing that isn't like a bass guitar is some piece of garbage yep. that they're yep. smashing or drilling. And it's so effective and it hasn't again, we're we're five songs in and it has I'm not tired of hearing things. Oh, being no. hit with a hammer. <laughs> like, no. I don't think I ever will be. And this has been, you know, what, 30 years of watching this video. And right. I'm not tired of hearing things get hit with a hammer and li- or listening right. to this record. Uh, no, it's, it's just amazing. But the, then we go into this and this is where I think Sogo Ishii took a little Liberty with uh, moving around here. I love this because this is now Halber Mensch is now like a zombie movie half man meaning maybe like the other half is rotted out instead of being sort of half machine and all these there's so many nice like cinematic techniques here there's a lot of like looking through a portal at yourself uh reflecting like a black water reflecting pool uh there's like a pool of acid and this like rotten bone totem and there's even a a 2001 Space Odyssey bone toss turning into a wrench right, when it cuts right. into <laughs> yeah. ZNS. And I love that. Just that little nod of it is so yeah. good where like this bone totem collapses. Someone throws one of the bones and it's a, fly, a bone flying through the air and then it's caught. And then in the next cut, it's a wrench in a hand instead of a bone oh, like, yeah. showing that it's another when, tool. And you get the dirty worms and millipedes. The, the worm just a pile. pile is so nasty. Yeah. I love that but like, part. We, but like you're saying, you know, it's like, but it's like zombie Buto dancing. And that is what we see in Halber mentioned ZNS is Buto dancing. And mm-hmm. of course, you know, again, this is, this is more connection to, you know, this is, I mean, this is what Merzbaugh was doing for so long with yeah. the Buto dancers. Uh, yeah. And, and the, the true romance project because there's there's meat i think involved in this too and some of the boots you don't see it as much but like when they do the sort of wing spread thing with the Mm -hmm. the cloak it looks like there's a kind of a wings made of meat or something attached to it like you do moving from the worms and rotting kind of flesh motif into also some sort of raw meat disgustingness that you don't see much and with halber mensch too it's like it's all vocals the the song and the way it's done is so one they would they would go on they would do this kind of style after this but if, as far as i can tell it's the first time that they do a track that's just vocals and i love it so much and the way it opens the album it's like the perfect album opening track and yes. but then here it's just so great too because yeah you get all this great live stuff and then now we got a nice this this two videos here that just fit perfect yeah because the Zersortazella or the destroyed cell, the decompose is is all about decomposing cell by cell, like individual cell death, the cell nucleus erupting, lava breaking, your cell structures disintegrating from train to train to train. So you have this like death decomposition just slowly disintegrating and unforming. And, and going and it culminates Halbermensch, yeah. with Halbermensch, yeah. the half man. And then you see that like link to personhood by having like our bones, like which would be like the tools, the rebar, the cement. And you see kind of flesh still on the bone and kind of off the bone. And then that decomposure and then, you know, juxtaposing it with tools as you see the body tool rotting away, I think is just so effective. So to have a bunch of Buto zombie people come in and um, terrify us with their odd and ominous behavior um, is, is just a real treat. Well, and I love the opening then to ZNS where oh. so Halber Mensch ends and then there's the opening where Blix is just kind of standing in front of the main guy, the main Buto guy. Mm-hmm. But then 
out of all the corners from the darkness, everyone else was coming in, and it's just like, yes, I love this so it just much. So much like of a of a dystopian yeah. post apocalyptic. Like it couldn't be more perfect. It's so it's it's. I think it's literally beautiful. Oh, they're yeah. not just zombie buto. They're they're cyborg zombie because there's like wires yeah. and tubes and all this stuff mm-hmm. coming off them, and they're they're painted silver, maybe. Oh, it's, it's gray, weird, silver, gray, dirt. silver, yeah. like dry concrete. I love the 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 woman to the main woman. Oh yeah, she's oh. so insane. Her face is insane. And to me, this was this was. I always thought when I would think of Neubauten, to me, this song is just that. You know, ZNS. It's just like so. Just that's perfect to me. And the ZNS is uh, like central nervous system. The yeah, central, central nervous, nervous system. Yeah, which is just so cool. And this, <laughs> yeah, the whole Buto performance in this video, and then it starts to incorporate Neubauten in it. I love the the snapping scene where they're snapping. Yeah, <laughs> I love that the, so much. The it, elements incorporate together flawlessly, and it's that's yeah. again the strength of this video is that it it flows from piece to piece to piece, from concept to concept. There is, like Tara was saying, they're they're linked together. You go through yeah. the, these past three tracks, and they are intrinsically linked together in narrative. With the whole the whole thing we've seen so far, it's just a culmination of it. And then we're gonna get to draw yeah, into patient OT. I love this because it does show that little bit of sound check. And I know for all of us, you oh know, boy. we just we love seeing that. And oh we my love, god! I mean. Thinking about how long their sound checks had to have been. Yeah, right. Right? Getting it all right and and just getting the mix and not getting feedback and their monitors. And I can't even comprehend it, to be honest. I think that it helps to have Hawk doing mixing yes. so yeah. you know your setup. But I know in the in the Liebesleader video they say that uh they you know, initially when they when they would do shows locally, they would kind of source this stuff and bring their own instruments, but as they got bigger and, and touring more and stuff, they would just put stuff on the rider. Like I need five right. metal tubes of this link. I need <laughs> these types of hammers. We're going to need a shopping cart. We're going to need, you know, whatever these yeah. plastic jugs are. So I, I was trying to figure out if 85 would have been a time they would have requested all that stuff. I can't imagine the five of them flew over from Germany with all of that. Yeah. Kit. No, and I, and, and I, yeah, I mean, probably scavenged wor- a bunch of it. At the right. ironworks. At the ironworks, right. I'm, no, sure. I'm sure they were like, yeah. "Oh my god, well, I want to take this place home with me." Yeah, Can you imagine? Yeah. I'd be like, "Yes." But then thinking about how much they have to set that up, getting it then put together, getting the right. Yeah, but in the thing, they even even in the '93 doc, they talk about how they had to even specifically say like it has to be what it, what was it, Tara? Because I think you like, oh, it can't have lead. Or there was something where it's like it won't be good. It won't sound right. It has to be this certain type of metal. Right. Oh, yeah. Or it it's not going to sound no, right. No. Oh, no, I think. Or maybe it, they need it. I can't remember what it is, but. No, it was something without lead. I think it was was due because they're cutting it and welding it. Oh, that too, I'm yeah. sure. So there's all these things that you I'm sure You also don't want to give yourself lead poisoning. So I'm sure you there's all these things that had to take it in. um, into yes. consideration. Uh, and I was trying to look at the live performance dates. And it says 21st and 22nd at the hall and, and then, then at otherwise at the 28th. So they might have done this after their live performances. Yeah. The, I think the the factory stuff is a couple days yes. after the shows. Yes. It's three days after. Right. Because and, and you can tell it's before because Mark Chung has hair yes, in the shows. But exactly. He's, he's bald in the. And they shave his hair in the yeah. ironworks. <laughs> but. I mean, this track, again, I think another just classic Neubauten track and just that chaos and just how it starts with Blix's scream just right into it. like, And the crowd's going crazy. The crowd's going crazy. This is they, such a in menacing the song, too. Like, Yes. This song is it's just... This song is mean. It is mean. I, I love this song so much. And and I, the thing we... I was thinking about this whole time, too, and we... We're postulating as well. Like, I wonder who was at this show. Yes. Like, like oh, who right. in Japan? Like, you know who was in that Tokyo? there are people that, at, at the show, Ugh. you know, and because this is 80, you know, 85. So, you know that this was, and I even talked to a couple other, uh, a couple other people throughout the week just to see, had they seen Neubauten back in the day? People mm-hmm. who would have been able yeah. to see Neubauten in 85, you know, and just, 
you can you so they they really were they were the gateway for so many different people and like we said like i said before you know the people who maybe weren't there at ground zero with gx this was kind of the ground zero then fi- opening that door to get to mm-hmm. the haters to get to Mersbau. and you know, you see this performance at this time, like, oh yeah, of course. No, they're playing percussion by swinging over like the stage on these giant, like this metal infrastructure, like yeah. kind of like a hollow, like metal bell, just like banging on it and swinging. There's no ropes. They're not like it's it's wild. It's great. <laughs> it's unhinged. It's 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 just what you want. It's just what we want. Primal perfection. <laughs> That's actually exactly what yes. I said. I said this is primal perfection. Uh-huh. I, I think I could listen to this, especially this version of Drawings of Patient OT. Yes. Forever. Like it doesn't, it doesn't yes. get tiring. It doesn't, uh, this is an awesome rendition of it. And uh, you know, you talked about kind of getting, getting into the albums and like strategies against architecture and Drawings of Patient OT and Halber Mensch were kind of it for me mm-hmm. when I was getting into them. And then you hear other things like one of the records I've, I've had for a long time is that uh, Yu Gung, 12 inch. Right. And they, there's a, they cover Lee Hazelwood on the B side. They do sand. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 And there's, there's a live footage. There's live uh, footage of that in the 93 doc as well. I love and it's that. On the, yeah. It's so good. I love that. Just that oh, influence that so in that good. crossover of like, yeah, Lee Hazelwood like that. It, it, yeah. It's cool to me to see like things I like that, also like other things I like, I guess like there's a, right. a common mm-hmm. thread. Like, I don't know that when I got that 12 inch, I knew who Lee, Lee Hazelwood was, but I like that song. And then digging into it more as I got older and, and getting into Lee Hazelwood's like, Oh, this it's killer. that know about and covered him. Well, and you know, I think it's, we haven't even really mentioned it, but I think obviously Blix's involvement as a bad seed and with Nick cave, you know, certainly had to have also opened Neubauten up to doing stuff like that. Or, and then obviously as they went on, you see some more of that bad seeds yeah. influence in Neubauten, which for me, there's, I have zero problem. With that. And, I'm, but, I'm thrilled with but that. But it also put them on so many uh, different radars, yeah. you know, of people. Like I was always surprised, like people we'd know that were, you know, pretty, pretty just into exclusively music would, no Neubauten because and like of them. the connection to exactly. Nick Cave you know, and, and, so, yeah, and yeah. Mute Records like that stuff yeah. having mm-hmm. actual distribution and press and getting out there and obviously also the the ability of the band members to talk about what they do and how they do it in such eloquent ways as seen in documentary or inter- any interviews yeah. you read with them is they're pretty forthcoming about how and why and they're also very insightful about it and I oh, yeah. really appreciate that and oh, of yeah. course Blixa mentions Russolo well, yeah, in yeah the, you got it. You yeah, got to mention yeah, yeah. Russell. In one of in the video for Bloom from yeah. Tabula Rasa, they're they're like all sitting behind what looks like the horn, mm-hmm. oh, you know, yeah. giant horns. Thing. Yeah. Obviously, it's not part of the song, but they're obviously referencing it, which is yeah. which is great. The machines that now, he made. Now, great, you said you could listen to this version of Drawings of Patient OT on on repeat forever. We could watch the video, but you showed us something that might actually contain the audio of this. What is that? Cause I don't know this. Yeah. This is the Ein document in 1985. I just presented Neubauten in Tokyo that wave put out and you probably saw the wave logo at the beginning yeah. of this video. And this is the recording of that show as a cassette with a nice booklet in Japanese with, uh, with lyrics in it in German, I believe and photos. And it's, it's a really weird packaging. It's like six by nine ish or five, five and a half by eight and a half. But it's, it's got a piece of like half inch thick styrofoam in it. So, that the tape wow. is set into, <laughs> and then the tape is in an Norelco in there. Uh, I got this from my friend Jess, uh, from Marsh Stepper and destruction unit and aesthetic house. And, uh, it's, it is like a prized possession. It sits on the shelf in my living room. Cause I like to but look at it. But it's never come out in any other form, right? It's just this cassette. There's yeah, never been a reissue. I or... don't think that this audio of is anywhere else on another I release. I, that's aside cool. from the Halber no DVD. Wow. Right. I had no idea. So I've never that's seen that. really cool. 
that yeah. that exists. And so it's 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 the concert. Yeah, it's or the is concert. It's a, oh man. wow! And there's so there's so some sick. stuff that's not on it. Well, it's it's Armenia Sensuk Abfakeln Zerstort Dezela. Oh. Drawings of Patient OT, Dertota Standy, and Shabin. So, I'm so, not, it, so it's that. It so might be the whole so day, or it might be they also played those shows in concert. Right, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I have so to do a direct comparison. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. But that is so cool. Look that at is, this real quick, too. We can edit this. Uh, yeah, please. Off, like, no, you know what? We're keeping this in. This is great for an audio podcast. <laughs> yeah, Ray's let's show us it to us right now on the Zoom. We're just going to drool wow. over it. Oh, yeah, it has this great oh. OB around it. Oh, and, uh, but yeah, and it's got the I like, saved it. it's a still from them where they're kind of at the end of the Halberman. It looks like what they're sitting on an package. empty plane. It looks so strange. Yeah, like, that's the actual. Really- Oh, you think the- there's a block of styrofoam glued into it? <laughs> it's so awesome. cool. And then uh, that's a good way to hold a cassette. That is cool. Wow, I'm down. I that love styrofoam. is an OB so that was cool. around the front of it as well. There's like a separate OB, and then there's this perfect bound Dude, little book. That looks cool. That looks in black so and white. Cool. Yeah, and it's Boy. it's like got the flyer in there. And a bunch of writing about them in Japanese and some cool like halftone photos. Oh man. Uh it's I'm jealous of this. Yeah. Yeah. Lyrics to the songs in German and in Japanese. So sick. Uh, it's well, if a anybody really cool wants thing. the lyrics in English, it's really easy. You go to Neubauten.org and tap lyrics and they have all the lyrics in German and English. Yeah. You can just toggle yeah. um, on every album. So it's super easy to find and, and it, very convenient for us. And it's actually really cool because you can pretty much get everything that's in print, you know, from them directly from the Neubaden.org website is it's pretty cool. So, I mean, I'm sure it's new. I think it's all, you know, whatever the current issue of the albums are, but they're pretty much all, Still available as they in, you know, should in, be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. They should all. These should never ever go out of print. Well, they should always be in. Yeah, they they were getting people bootlegged this this video as DVD, and I think that they got sick of that with a lot of their records of people keeping them in print. Yeah. And you know, like some of the uh, there's a lot of drama with like some bizarre and coil and and that mm-hmm. stuff that was made public. I'm not I'm spilling any beans here, but. Uh, so they took it upon themselves to keep a lot of their stuff in print and press yeah. it themselves. And I think they even did a repress of this Halber Mensch yes. video too. I'm not sure if it's still available right now, but if it is, you, everyone listening that doesn't have it needs to go get it. Yeah, absolutely. And we are coming to the end of this video with death is a dandy. Death is a dandy and a horse. And <laughs> this is now, now it does feel like we're it's night. It is fully in the middle of the night. We're wrapping things up, but we're wrapping things up in just heavy metal junks noise. If there was too much music in the last eight songs for you for some reason, which <laughs> yep. I don't, I doubt that's possible, but they don't Death worry. These last two tracks, Shabin, AKA cockroaches or roaches are, will set you straight. Cause this is yeah. a cacophony of scraping and slamming. Yeah, and the the footage is great because it's got what that stuff I was talking about a sort of proto Tetsuo uh, video collage of black and white junk hill stuff that feels more closer to that than than the opening shots of mm-hmm. the ironworks at the club they're playing. The smoke machines are mounted in the ceiling near the lights. Maybe you notice the smoke falls down on them like rain during the I, crazy I, light I, show. I wasn't sure if it or if I actually. I thought maybe someone was actually pouring dust and dirt on them. I, <laughs> I thought it was. Sure. I literally thought the dust had been kicked up. I thought it was just that much, but you might be right. I was just like, that's oh, probably a I better solution. Some, yeah, yeah. yeah. In my I mind, was seriously like, God, I, I this is allergies. making me want to cough. Yeah. Like watching these guys, they are so strong. Um, and great. I just looked up Schaben in German. It's Schaba, like without the N is cockroach, and Schaben is scrape. Oh. What a great language. Cockroach and scraper that together. close together. How Heck cool yeah. Is that? So Whoa. tough. There, Very tough. There you are. And <laughs> yeah, Death is a Dandy is, I mean, it's got lyrics, but it's got a sledgehammer and just lots and lots of oh. miserable scraping and, and hammering, slamming. Oh, it's but so good. Shabin has so, this great footage of, I, I guess you would call it playing in traffic. 
Yeah, that's what they're doing. They're in. Yes. They're just set up, and you, you what you're, what you're, you're not hearing what they're doing. It's yeah. th- this track is laid over it, so yes. it actually makes it even stranger because you're just like, because at one point one of them has like an acoustic guitar, and <laughs> and then one of them they have like a an exhaust pipe from like a building. Oh, and yeah, and there's like this kind, of, yeah, kind of a weird, um, large like chimney, kind of like what you like a thing on a ship that people hide in on Scooby Doo, and I was like, do you? Did they bring that with them, Mike? And we're talking, and then they just pick it up and throw it. And I'm like, oh no! Oh yeah, <laughs> there's there's that in like an oil barrel that gets pitched over the like they're separated from the road by concrete barrier or something. Yeah. But they're yeah. playing outdoors next to traffic and really going for it. Like everybody yes. is like shaking, hammering. I swear it looks like there's a like a jackhammer that's actually upright on its own, hammering into the ground or something. <laughs> like it looks like it's just dancing there. It, it, this footage is really great and it fades to black and plays over this the music it's he's playing so over the, the credits which are fairly long because it took a hell of a lot of people to make a Japanese tour happen in 1985 and to make an awesome oh, video yeah. of it uh, and man documenting something this monumental in such a fantastic way to I mean like I said the, the comparison to Live at Pompeii is not accidental this this to me i remember seeing that for the first time probably around the same time and also being like these guys just went out and set up and jammed because they wanted to and then filmed it like that was that was their idea i love that yeah totally Mm -hmm. uh also love that the beastie boys did a tribute to lava pompeii music video einsters and day neubauten i'm so happy we got to talk about this one and i got to watch it again you know when i uh did that Programming for Cathode Cinema, I showed this because I was showing industrial stuff that industrial and noise stuff that made a big impact on me. And this right. is, of course, right on the top of the heap, like a video I'll never tire of seeing or recommending. If you haven't seen it, I think you owe it to yourself to see it. It is so cool. If not for the tunes, for the technique and the cinematography and the atmosphere is like this is how to make a music video. It looks awesome. It's engaging. It's got narrative. There's so much good about it. Yeah, there's absolutely. It is. It's sonically impressive. Like the fact that they were able to mic things. And even when you see the live uh, concert footage, the audio is so clean and you know, they're just like, you know, going straight through the line. So everything was just mic so perfectly. Like it's, it's really, really um, interesting. It is. It, it, that is funny how impressed we are. With I know you don't hear any crowd noise. Because you, so well, well, not uh, even that, but just like we. Just, uh, I just know if I were to set this up, it would just be absolute it's noise. Not something and just, everybody can do. There's just you know? no way it would be like. <laughs> you know, it's just you know how it is. So hey, making that concrete ring out clear. Yeah. Oh, and, and before we go, I wanted to talk about the Neubauten symbol because Mike had gotten me really excited about it. As he said, it was an Olmec uh, symbol, and I, I didn't know they had petroglyphs because it looks like a petroglyph. So it appears that it is attributed to many things. Um, and so I, I just am going to go with what uh, Blix has said himself. And, and that was that it was a symbol he found in a book somewhere in 1980 and that he thought that it was from a Mexican cave. So it, people put it down to the Toltec, which, you know, came after the Olmecs and before the Aztecs. Uh, And then other people still hang on to the idea that it's something that was inscribed on Stonehenge. But basically he said he picked a symbol with no association so that it could gain its meaning through their work. Pretty cool. And I think success, I mean, who doesn't immediately one of the most recognizable yeah, symbols absolutely ever you know, yeah so. i only attribute it to them so I, I i love that idea that it was something that intentionally you know didn't have a heavy association and and was mysterious and then they ascribed it a meaning as time grew on heck yes well hey <laughs> everyone go pull out your neubauten records if it's been a, if it's been a minute i think it's i think it's time yeah it's definitely time Go pull out this video and just. Yeah. Or just, you know, go out back, grab a sledgehammer and hit something. I mean, this video is the reason that I have oil barrels outside my house. Understandable. Well, 
grab a sledgehammer, go bash those oil barrels up, see what happens. You've been listening to Noise Extra. Noise Extra is brought to you by Chondritic Sound, a home to noise artists for over 17 years. By Verdant Weapons, maker of quality contact microphones and noise devices, and by our Patreon supporters. And thanks to our new patrons, Sylvie Weedman, CJM010101, Borier George, Joe Colley, A Horse in a Hospital, Carl Grand, Ian Zieg, Kenny Brieger, Marina Malazania, Ryan, Abalasha Jayanthi, David Kowalski, Zach Strubing, Sebastian, and Tim Martins. Thank you so much. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash noise extra, and your support really helps. You can find us on Instagram at noise extra, on the web at noiseextra.com, one E in those, and on Twitter at noiseextra, with three A's at the end. Thank you for listening to us and to noise.